Yo, what's up guys? Welcome to the Penthouse Fire Podcast, episode number 10. Yes, double figures. Penthouse 5 on a plane. Yeah, we're on a plane, as you can see. If you can hear it, you can probably hear that noise in the background, which is the plane. <laughs> but I don't know how far up in the, in the air we are right now, probably like 15,000, 20,000 feet or something. I don't know. We got world-class soundproofing from Ryanair. <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah, welcome to this episode, episode number 10, on a flight. Basically, we're on a flight to... Italia. Yeah, we're in, uh, on our way to Rome, uh, Ciampino Airport. Basically, we got a gig out here. Uh, this is our second gig of two. Um, and Italy, Italy part two, first blood. Yeah, yeah. So if you've been following us on Instagram, yeah. you probably would have uh, seen some of this. But yeah, we're heading out to Italy right now. Uh, we just started the flight before we do a quick podcast, see what uh, it ends up looking like and stuff. So. Um, yeah, we're heading there, uh, getting picked up by Yuki and Connor, aren't we? We've got uh, me and Dave here, and uh, our drummer, Harry, is sat over there, the other aisle, with his uh, earbuds in. you probably see. It's a quick, quick show to Harry. Yeah, what's up? So, yeah, what are we going to talk about this episode then, bro? We've got some plans. Well, yeah, I suppose we can have a little bit of a, a, a kind of a chinwag about what we've been up to recently, but I think to provide a bit of value for any clients people that are interested in booking bands I think we're going to talk a little bit about uh, if you're ever going to hire a band and bring them to another country all of the things that you've got to consider and think about for that as there's a lot of things that people don't really think about when they're hiring a band and they just assume that it can be the same prices when you know you've got the, the bands got a, a whole host of things to consider especially if you've got equipment that you bring in and the combination on the travel there's loads of things that we'll get into it but hopefully we can give you a bit of help if you're getting married abroad, you want to go to France or Italy and you want to bring an English band over, then hopefully listen to this will, will really give you a hand listen, um, the, when you're booking. So, yeah. yeah, cool. Before we start that, let's talk about... You wanted to talk about uh, movies that... Uh, plane movies. <laughs> yeah, some plane movies. <laughs> so, what's, what's your one? Your, uh, a, good, a good plane movie. Oh, maybe the sound's dying down. Maybe we're crashing. Oh, I'll <laughs> maybe the pressure. <laughs> pressure. You might just witness us die right now. <laughs> um, Movies. My, my one for me is is Airplane. Airplane the movie. It's one of the greatest comedies ever. It's just a joke every ten seconds. Um, when does that film come out? I, like I said to you a minute ago, I, I, yeah, I've seen that film a long time ago, but like it's quite an old film, right? It came out in the 70s, I think. Uh, so yeah, it is, it is a long film, but yeah. it's um, one of the first... I think Leslie Nielsen, you know, from Naked Gun, I think yeah, his yeah, character yeah. from Airplane, that that's because uh, okay. he used to be a really serious character actor, yeah, yeah, yeah. and this was his first like comedy role, Yeah. and everyone was like, what are you doing? You're a serious guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the fact that he like played the straight guy, but yeah. he was so funny, <laughs> perfect, that's so that's cool. What other films are there? I said Snakes on a Plane. This is a jokes film. Samuel Jackson. I mean, he clearly did that film because he wanted an extension on his house or something. <laughs> I, was like, I think he heard the title and he was like, sold. This is, be, <laughs> this is my moment. <laughs> what other films you got? Snake, uh, Planes. Uh, man, there's the one. What's the name of the actor who's in Silence of the Lambs? The, the woman. Remember, she was in Panic Room as well. Yeah, She's like yeah, brilliant. Yeah. Jodie Foster. Jodie Foster. Yeah. She did a really good one. I think that she like she lose, lost a child on the plane, or she like yeah, she yeah, does yeah. something went wrong, and yeah. she did. and no, and the one and she the child doesn't exist to everyone else, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That was. I never saw that film, but I know the one you're talking about. Um, yeah, some cool plane films. I'm just thinking of Die Hard for some reason. 
Well, well, die Hard film is second, second one, one right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, the blade. Yeah, yeah. The second one's great. To be fair, that is yeah. really good. It's a quality film. Um, what else? Anything else? Do you want to move on? We talk about, we could, go, go, go. I was going to say we could move on to talk about basically our first part of this trip uh, so basically that will segue on to what we're trying to give value yeah. to is anyone so the first part of this trip was uh, driving out to Italy so basically we uh, got booked for a wedding in uh, where was it Florence uh, absolutely yeah. beautiful the, the, the venue was like up high uh, and it was this amazing villa that uh, that looked down across the whole city, and it was it was absolutely incredible venue. It was really really great. So it's an honour to play there. So yeah. It was amazing. It was sick. But yeah, so basically the trip consisted of uh, driving into Italy. Uh, so so that trip was uh, leaving Reading, where the band left from, at uh, six a.m. on a Thursday morning. We drove all the way to uh, Folkestone. So the gig's on a Saturday. Yeah, we left on Thursday. Thursday, 6 a.m. That kind of yeah. gives you a bit of context into the, the amount of travel. Exactly. So it took us two days to get there. So we drove, yeah, from Reading all the way to Eurotunnel in Folkestone, uh, took that train, then drove all the way through France and, stay, and basically got right uh, just before the border to Switzerland, stayed there in the hotel. Uh, then we drove the next day through Switzerland, which was absolutely stunning, beautiful and into Italy and then we drove all the way down to a place called uh, Bologna which is where we picked you up from because yeah. you didn't book the time off work <laughs> uh, I couldn't book the time off work because <laughs> you didn't do it in time <laughs> anyway it was a lot of pra- like, this, is, this is a lot of planning anyway and uh, yeah Dave just fucked up but uh, <laughs> no, I'm joking uh, but not really uh, <laughs> we're to leave that bit oh, I'm butchering you right now <laughs> No, so yeah, so we got to Bologna. Dave landed in Bologna uh, because he's a diva, and <laughs> and then the next day it wasn't too far from the gig. Bologna to Florence is how long did that take us? Didn't take us too long. It was two like hours. a nah, it was, yeah, max two hours. Yeah, it wasn't that long. Not long no. um, and then yeah, so we we spent like, the gig day was in Florence. It took the whole day. We were there from. We arrived early, didn't we? Like 12? 12, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we yeah, yeah. So we, we arrived at the venue and uh, we spent the whole day there. We uh, set up, sound checked, and we had a couple of hours. We went and got a pizza, then we just down the road, some drinks and stuff. Then we came back and played the event. And then we didn't finish until 1 a.m. And from there, uh, we had to uh, drive about 45 minutes, I think it was, from there to our hotel. And then we drove from there the next day to Rome Airport uh, to drop Harry off, our drummer. He had to fly home. Then we st- spent uh, the next, that rest of that day in Rome. Yeah, what man. did you think of Rome, Ben? My first day in Rome. It was it was a bit of a shame that we were only there for one day because... And we were so tired as well. Yeah. I mean, I, I, you know, we I, mean, were, I was knackered. You were yeah. Good. yeah, I think I was just... I guess you've been there but lots of times before, so yeah. I was so excited to see everything. It was incredible. I mean, I, I definitely need to go back again. Uh, with Kerry so we can like do it properly but I mean yeah just incredible there's just so much culture the architecture everywhere you look everywhere you go there's just history and stories for everything I mean you know we got to see the Pantheon we got to see the Colosseum um, we got to see the altar of the fatherland which was incredible yeah yeah and then Yuki got us some like proper homemade Italian pasta which is nice And you said it tasted like alphabetic spaghetti, which... I can't say that, man. He's going to watch this. No, he probably won't. <laughs> um, and then uh, then that night, 
we had really nice food as well. His a restaurant that was oh, that that was good. That was like proper Italian pizza. I've been waiting for 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 like the whole trip. And uh, and then after that we got shisha and then chilled till midnight, didn't we? And then me and Dave got the uh, bus to the airport, and then we got a flight home. And all this week we've been uh, basically just at home, living our lives again, normal. And now we're back on the plane, uh, Ryanair, flying out to Rome. As I said, meeting up with Yuki and uh, Connor, who stayed out here. And then we're about to do the rest of this journey, which uh, is a couple of hours drive when we land uh, to Perugia. And then we stay at the hotel. And then, then tomorrow is the gig day, so we drive to the gig not very far, 45 minutes. And then, uh, yeah, we play the gig. And then it's two trip, two-day trip home back to uh, England with the van and all the equipment and all band members so yeah man been good what have you I mean obviously you didn't do the majority of the car journey but what have you thought of the trip so far and what are you looking forward to on part two um, obviously looking forward to the gig I mean uh, the way the reason we got this gig is it's a cool reason actually so we did a gig in France last year because we're superstars um, and so we got that through an agency and it was this uh, Essex lot and they were bags of fun they were really really sound and uh, I think it's the brother of the bride? No, no, no. So the, it's, it's the best man of the groom, right. and, and it's the sister of the bride, oh, and they're a couple. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so they were already planning to get married in Italy, um, and then they saw us perform, because obviously they were there at the wedding that we did in France, uh, and they really, really liked us. Everyone had an amazing time. We had a huge party afterwards. We were all dancing. <laughs> um, and, uh, and, yeah, so through that, they obviously liked us enough to bring us out to Italy so you know here we are today so looking forward to that um, also I, I'm just looking forward to the trip back home just for the you know the band vibes hanging out with the guys because I missed it the first time I, I flew in because I'm a diva um, but uh, yeah I'm just looking forward to the camarad- camaraderie of that and yeah. the trip home and you're driving through Switzerland I can't wait for yeah. that yeah. so um, yeah just I'm just feeling kind of lucky that you know we're getting paid to do this it's 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 a lot of stress and a lot of hassle, kind of organising it, but to do it, it's so much fun. So it kind of it makes you realise why you do it, yeah. uh, why you've got that passion. So, yeah. so yeah. Yeah, man. yeah, no, it's, uh, it's wicked, man. Especially going through Switzerland. Oh, we've got food coming. Food coming. Do you want anything? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you want crisps? <laughs> Drink? Nah, nah. Tough shit, they don't give us anything on this flight. <laughs> Hashtag Ryanair. Suck. Steady. Steady. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's not to do with why I said. Um, yeah, so that's pretty much our trip. What's it, what is it so, what, so what I want to start talking about now is, so you're, you primarily organised this trip, both of the trips. So what were the things that came up that you didn't expect? Uh, like when you started to organise everything, what were the things that you didn't realise you had to kind of plan for yeah so probably uh, there's a thing called the Swiss vignette which is uh, when you drive in Switzerland if you if you drive on the motorways obviously if you don't come from there if you're coming from outside into that country you have to have a Swiss vignette which is a sticker that goes on your vehicle and uh, it's not very expensive it's like 40 euros or something like that and it's basically allows you to drive on the motorways so if you don't have that you'll get fined um, but at the same time, it's very easy to get. We obviously that day we got it. We drove uh, from France, and then it wasn't very far until we got to the border. And the border wasn't what I expected. It was very, uh, don't know, very loose. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we got there, and we just got stopped by you know a woman, and she uh, 
basically looked at our passports, I think, and then uh, said, you know, you need to buy this vignette. So, so yeah, if, and if you don't get it from there, then I've been told and read on forums that you can buy it from uh, yeah, service, yeah, like gas station, petrol station, whatever, when you get in. But you do have to get it as soon as you get into the country before you get on the motorways because you will get done over. Um, so that probably, uh, what else? Also, as well, probably the other thing was uh, we, we, I booked a, all the hotels from booking.com and the one thing that came up on this trip that I didn't expect was, uh, yeah, well, no, I knew there was going to be taxes, but there's a fee on the website. So it's like, you know, you're, you're looking through the website, right? You're looking at the cheapest hotel and obviously it has to, uh, that hotel has to accommodate everything you need. So we needed like, basically we needed private parking, obviously for the van to be safe. We needed five beds at least, or, you know, the, to, to fit everyone in. Uh, and th- these sort of things. If breakfast was included, as bonus, all the rest of it, and it also had to be in the right location. And you're looking at the cheapest you can get, obviously, as well. So all of that. But when you, when it, some of the hotels we've done so far, it's like, uh, I, it's like you can pay for it before you get there sometimes. And other times it was like you pay when you get to the hotel. And then when I got to the hotel, it was a case of the fee that I thought I was going to be like told on the website it was going to be it was actually more than that and that was through like uh yeah it's like some extra taxes or something like that uh i don't know that, that was kind of the thing so sometimes it was like you're gonna pay i was expecting to pay like 100 euros and it ended up being 120 euros you know so it's like little expenses like that that i didn't uh realize that i was gonna incur you know it's like a little bit more than you thought you were gonna pay uh besides that i don't know really so if, if we maybe run down the things, so if you're a client and a client's asking you, like, why, why should we pay you extra? What are all the things that you need, that you don't need for a normal gig? If we just start running through yeah. all the things that we've had to book. So first of all, from the start of the journey, so we've got... Well, the first thing we had to book was the Eurotunnel. Yeah. That's a flat out fee. That doesn't change, I don't think. Yeah. It's 188 pounds, and that's return. Uh, but, well, actually... I say it doesn't fluctuate. It, there's a different things that you pay for. So obviously the size of your vehicle, uh, how long you're, you're going to be in uh, Europe for as well. But the one we paid for, I think, is like your return within a month or something like that is £180. Uh, so yeah, that's a fixed fee, but depending on what your time frame is and stuff like that. So that's the first thing I had to book. Um, and then as well as that, just even though it's a small thing, you've got to add everything up. You know, we're kind of our home base, if you like, is Reading. Yeah. So we've got to drive from there to where the Eurotunnel is. Where where is it? Is it? Uh, Folkestone. So it's about from us. It was about two hours. Right. Okay. So then you get, and it's quite quick the Eurotunnel, isn't it, on the car? Yeah, thirty-five minutes. That's awesome. So then you get out the other side, and um, the, the, obviously, so we did the gig in Italy. So you can't, you're not going to be able to drive there in a day. Um, so we saw so you guys so you drove through France up towards just before the border of France and Switzerland and all the tolls you've got to pay yeah away. so yeah so the tolls uh, there's probably a way to figure it out there's a good uh, app actually called uh, Michelin which uh, if you if you are accurate in the vehicle you have and uh, your destination and uh, where you're yeah, yeah, all that stuff. If you're very accurate, that's quite accurate in the amount you're going to pay. Uh, but yeah, there's tolls. 
all the way through France. Switzerland, I don't think there was anything. And then Italy, there's a lot of tolls as well. So really, again, that's a kind of a fee. I didn't really know exactly what it was going to be. And with the tolls as well, you have to have cash. I don't think you have to have cash, but it's a lot easier if you have cash. It's like, I got a 10 euro note, it's 250, or it's 850, or it's 1250, or something like that, you know? So if you got cash, it's a lot quicker. Uh, or it was a lot easier but yeah that's a price a fee I didn't really know how much it was going to be I had a rough idea but you know until you're there you don't know, you know? So, then, so the first so so far you've got you're waking up at 6am you're driving a couple of hours with everyone in the van and this is also by the way a gig where we've got to provide all of our own musical equipment we've got to provide our own sound and PA system we've got to provide our own lighting so you think of all the equipment that's all got to go in the van so that's going to add on top of the petrol cost because of the weight and everything in the van yeah. and then so you're driving to your tunnel come out the other side you're driving from the side of France up to the top the border with Switzerland uh, and then we've got a hotel there for the night so that's day one yep so that's fuel Euro tunnel tolls of France uh, did I say hotel? <laughs> the hotel hotel in, in France as well to stay. So that's the first day. That's day one. And then the second day, get up early, jump in the van again, uh, grab some breakfast for everyone. And then you're driving through Switzerland, you're paying the 40 euro. 40 euro vignette, yeah, for the, to drive on the motorways in Switzerland, yeah. yeah. And then through Italy, uh, did you get in, you managed to get into Italy on the Friday, did you? Yeah, because you yeah, picked me up. Same day, yeah. Switzerland is not... It's a few hours, like I uh, maybe four hours, five hours, yeah, four, four hours maybe. It wasn't much of a, it's not long to so try through there. So then you cross your border into Italy and then more tolls, more fuel. And then you get a hotel yeah. um, for the Friday night with everyone. And then, you know, a bit of food and drink for everyone to keep everyone going. And then, uh, so then day three is the day where you go to the venue. So it was what, a two hour drive? Uh, yeah, something like that. Yeah, and then we arrived at the venue at twelve o'clock, uh, and we had to. We didn't start playing until half ten. It was quite a late one at the wedding we did. So you get to the venue, you got to load up all the equipment, set up all the lighting and PA and everything, do your sound check before we get kicked out. Before everyone else starts eating their food and all that bits and bobs, and then we're doing the gig. Then it was packed up down. I think we set off. Was it just I mean, after one? Yeah, yeah, we did really well because the gig finished at one. But we finished playing uh, probably just after midnight, one like quarter past, twenty past midnight, um, and then the rest of that time was uh, like laptop DJ service. And then whilst we were doing that, everyone's packing down, and then we left about quarter past one, I think. Yeah. And we got to the hotel about just after two, just after two, maybe, maybe an hour after that. And then uh, so that's just from leaving home in the UK to doing the gig and then finding a hotel. And then, you know, if, if it was just an isolated gig, then we'd have to repeat that whole process to get back home. So, you know, you, then now you should be starting to get an idea of all of the extra fees involved in, in booking a band and bringing them out from the UK abroad and why it might cost quite a bit extra because, you know, you're thinking of hotels for five people, you're driving thousands of miles over a couple of days. There's three hotels. Um, no, three hotels and then to get to the back. destination. That's uh, six hotels. This trip in particular is six hotels. Three three on the way down and three on the way back. Just because of the journey. Yeah, so that's pretty much all the stuff you got involved. Fuel, Eurotunnel, Vignetti for Switzerland, uh, like the taxis, the road, the road tolls, uh, the, yeah, the hotels. 
Plus you've got the band wages as well. Like, you know, that all that money we just talked about is only to get the band there. Yeah. It's not for us to play. So then you have the amount on top for the band to actually play. So, yeah, the more people you've got out there, the more expensive it is, you know. Uh, the, alternative, the alternative to that is we're doing a gig in Ibiza later this year is it September we're doing that or August yeah September 14th oh we've got oh we might be going down <laughs> Ryanair announcement we'll just wait a minute duty free ladies and gents anyone want anything peanuts it's <laughs> like mid-session interval so you're gonna, you're gonna say that the alternative is in Ibiza yeah we're doing the gig in Ibiza uh, where we're being flown out there and uh, we don't have to provide any of our equipment all of the PA and lighting has been sorted our instruments are going to be hired uh, so we don't have to bring anything but obviously it's all the costs of uh, hiring all those instruments to the specifications of the band and then getting all of that equipment and obviously if you're going to do it that way then it's for the you know assuming it's for a wedding or for an event it's for the client to organize all of that uh, i mean did you how involved were you so for that that particular gig you're right it's, that's the other alternative to this way i would say my involvement is like like it's, it's basically extreme to extreme like the this italian trip has been like super involved organizing lots of time on our side gone into it whereas the Ibiza one has been all managed by the agency like the equipment uh, the flights I've had I've literally only had to tell them our flight information like like our passport details so they could book flights for us that's it you know so yeah so I told them who's in the band we're going out as a four piece uh, and I told them what instruments we play and they're play they're providing everything you know the drum kit the guitar uh, no, yeah the keyboard sorry the, the bass uh, you know the PA everything that would be provided for us the hotel like I've, I've I don't know anything about it, you know, like, I, I mean, I don't know anything about it, but, like, it's complete opposite end of the scale compared to this one, yeah. uh, which, you know, it's just, it's kind of easier that way. Uh, it's easier for us, but obviously it's a lot, it's more for it's a, it's, the client to deal with it. I mean, if you're getting married uh, in a venue abroad, you've got enough things to be worrying about, so you might not want to do that. Uh, I mean, from our perspective, it's a lot easier, but yeah. I don't know if it would be cheaper or not I, w I would say as well another thing and if you're going to book a band to play out in Europe France Italy or somewhere else I mean anytime you book a band for a wedding or a party if you're booking it for an agency you have to understand that you're paying the agency a fee and that's how the agency make their money right like you're paying the band and the band will get their fee for doing their job but because the band are from that agency, you're paying the agency, right? That's like how it links. They're the middleman. Like you're the client, and they're the agency, and there's the band, and that's that's how an agency makes its money. So you're paying an agency a fee out of that money. If you're going to do it in Europe, I would say if you can speak to a band directly, you're going to cut off a big chunk of money. Like you know that because that's exactly what's happened with us like we have to have our fee to cover all the expenses we've listed plus the band has to get paid like to actually do the job and then it's a case of uh, you know there's an agency there's an agency yeah exactly if, it, if it's if it's 20% on top of 
possibly like two, three, four grand, depending on the size of the band. Whoa, incoming. <laughs> uh, that's a lot of money that you're paying, essentially, for nothing. That's a drummer, by the way. <laughs> that's a sound like singers, mate. <laughs> when they complain. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. if you, uh, that would be my advice. If you're going to book a band for a wedding abroad, I would talk to the band directly because you're going to save you're going to save a lot of money. The fee you get charged on top of a gig that's in the UK and your weddings in the UK and you're all from the UK, like then there's still a charge, but it's it adds up a lot more when because the band fee has to be so much higher when you go abroad, you know, because of all those expenses. On the flip side, though, what I would say is that like we've spoken to. We spoke to the the wedding planners and the event organisers in France and in Italy, um, and uh, you know the, the venues that we've been playing at are absolutely incredible, really fancy, just gorgeous mansions. Nothing like it'd really be hard pushed to find anything like it in the UK without spending some serious dough. And uh, for the France gig anyway, remember we we were sit, sat down having dinner with the wedding planner, and it, when you consider the fact that it was not only the venue for the ceremony, which they had out in the like the garden area, which is gorgeous. Uh, they had the venue for the reception afterwards, and then they had I think 40 rooms. Well, they had enough accommodation to keep. Uh, there was a lot of people there, wasn't it? I think it must have been 70, 80 people there. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. So all everything's included. You know, all the drinks, the food, the service. It's all in one lump sum. So you kind of. It, it seems to be that you, you find a wedding platter for that attached to that venue and they organise everything for you. And when you consider the prices of things back home in the UK, how expensive it is to just get like a bog standard hotel reception, it is actually really reasonable for the incredible quality that you get out there. It's really, really reasonable prices and we're getting more and more work from people in the UK getting married abroad in France and Italy and other countries like that because it's becoming more and more common because for the value of the value for money that you get in it's it really is like I remember when we walked into the courtyard at the venue in France and it was like we were walking into a Hollywood set it yeah. was it was, it was absolutely incredible and like we literally we pulled in in the van these doors opened into like a gravel uh, courtyard and then um the, the, was it the bride and all the bridesmaids they kind of opened these Italian style shutters and were like hi and it was like it was something like from Beauty and the Beast or something it you know was, it, was, yeah. it was really good but like that I mean the venue there was just so spectacular if you go on our Instagram you can go and see some of the pictures it really it looks incredible so as much as we're saying you know if you want to hire some UK musicians and obviously we're the best so you want to hire us um, it's going to cost a bit more but then you know more and more British people are going abroad for their weddings because the venues are spectacular so it's kind of a bit of give and take you know it's going to be more difficult to to bring everyone out and the catering if you know the more things you want to bring from the UK but the venue the venues available are absolutely amazing so it's definitely worth considering yeah cool man well, I think that's pretty much it for uh, the talk on our journey to Italy and uh, you know the fees that we like you, you can incur from different being a client anyway you can incur like or, or what you have to cover in your in your price you know what you're going to pay for a band on one hand and the other if it's not organised by the band type thing uh, yeah hopefully you know hopefully we've been helpful hopefully you've learnt a bit uh, if it's something that you're interested in down the line 
Um, but yeah, that's that's pretty much it for today. Wanna, wanna end it there? Yeah? yeah? Yeah. Cool. Well, thank you for watching. If you're on YouTube, thank you for watching. If you're listening on the podcast, thank you. And check out our YouTube. Also, check out all the social media. We're on there all the time. Uh, if you're interested in what this journey's been like, the, the Italian job, we're calling it, uh, make sure you check, check out Instagram. Uh, we've got some loads of good stuff coming. So, uh, yeah, a lot of stuff to post. What's our Instagram handle? So, all our Insta- well, Instagram, everything, every, everything on social media is Penthouse, the number five, and then band, Penthouse five band. You find us on Facebook, YouTube. Uh, Instagram. Instagram everything Twitter all of it uh, but yeah and also if you want to if you're listening to this uh, on a podcast platform please leave us a review let us know what you think and drop something in the comments as well because we're always like you know we want to know what you guys think uh, we want to pro- provide you with the most value we can we're musicians we're, you know this is our, what we do so if you're an aspiring musician you want to do this stuff as well or your client you know, and you want to get married, want any advice, we can help you, Doma. Like, we'll do our best to help you. Anyway, from us on Ryanair flight, I uh, don't know what number this is, but <laughs> if we make it. <laughs> yeah, peace out. <laughs>